Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Happily Ever After Hours. If you're watching this on video, you can see that I'm not in the studio. I'm covered in sweat already um, and on a beautiful beach in Rio Grande, Puerto Rico. Uh, I'm currently here on a destination wedding assignment, and I'm here with today's guests who we're going to just talk about everything destination weddings, and that is Ben and Meg Eaton from Sojourner Media. Media. Thanks for being here, guys. What's up? Glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Awesome, awesome. So... We talked about this for, you know, months now leading up to this wedding of how we kind of wanted to do something cool while we're out here and started the podcast a couple months ago. So, so glad to have you guys here and to be talking about Destination Weddings. So for the people who may not know who you two are, do you want to give a brief like introduction of like how you got into the wedding industry, wedding videography in general, um, and you know, how you got to where you're at now? Totally. Yeah. So my name is Ben. I'm Megan. And uh, we're from Plymouth, Massachusetts. We actually met Colton. Um, I think you shot my brother's like engagement photos years ago. Yeah. And then he ended up actually shooting our wedding five years ago. Um, so we, I've actually been working in the wedding industry with Colton for like six years. Yeah. Megan, how long? Like three, three, I think. Years. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we know Colton that way. We've worked together well over the years. And uh, now we're here in Puerto Rico. <laughs> kind of sick. But um, you want me to start with yeah, kind of how? Okay. Yeah. So, um, Megan, when we were, we, just to backtrack a little bit, we started dating 10, 11 years ago. 10, I think. I think it was 10. 10 years ago. And, um, so we were in high school. Megan was into photography and, uh, she like would shoot around a little bit. She, she actually, her dad bought her like a decent camera. It was pretty good. I think it was like a Rebel T3i or yeah. something. Decent so, for the time. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. And so um, I would mess around with it a little bit too. But um, Megan actually kind of like faded out of it. She focused on other things um, and her attention was no longer on photography. So I took the opportunity to take her camera from her and uh, not steal it, just borrow it yeah. and uh, shoot some skate videos and stuff with, like that. And I actually ended up doing like some church videos. I did a lot of stuff for the church. Um, wow that bird is loud dude <laughs> things tiny but um yeah so i started shooting like skate videos with my friends and youtube videos really dumb crap but yeah. um uh, i just found it to be so fun like the editing process was so cool like you could take footage and make a story out of it in post and uh, i kind of just fell in love with it but I think I was a senior in high school. I looked up like salary of a videographer and dude, I don't know what Google had against videography, but I think it said like 39 grand a year. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I am not pursuing videography. So case, yeah. what's that? it was just in that case, you're like, maybe not. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe something else. So I actually, I was good at math. So I pursued accounting. So I went to community college for accounting for a few years and I ended up hating it, like absolutely hating it. Um, and where were you at that time? Um, I was like in between jobs. I was just like figure trying to also figure out what to do. But then I went to like school for a little bit. Also community college, didn't know what I wanted to do. And then, but you got looped back in. Yeah. So I got looped back in because my cousin asked me to film his wedding and I was like, really? You want me to film your wedding? Like I've only filmed like skate videos, <laughs> but I guess they were pretty decent. And, um, so I filmed his wedding. He gave me $500. That was like mind blowing for me. I think I was like 20 at the time. So I was like, Whoa, you can make money off that. That, that was like a week and a half of like landscaping work for me. Yeah. So I was like, this is cool. Like one day and then some editing and you can make a week salary. Uh, so I thought that was really cool. 
and then uh, I after that one too. Yeah, they Ben needed an extra shooter for that one, so I actually filmed that wedding with yeah. them as well. Yeah, so she she had a, her Canon, <laughs> and I had yeah. <laughs> I had a Nikon D thirty two hundred with wow. a you were 50, Nikon gang at yeah, one point. Yeah, <laughs> I got it for sale at Target. It was like one of the display cameras. Yeah. So I shot with that in a, a manual fifty lens. I had no clue what I was doing, but <laughs> we made it happen. Um, I think we ran out of memory space, uh, memory space, and a battery died. But I borrowed and your drone, camera. A drone crash then drone too. Crash. <laughs> oh wow! But the wedding video, nonetheless, was like decent for yeah. your first ever. Yeah. So um, I they posted that. Yeah, they loved it. Uh, I posted that and. Um, I think it got like a couple thousand yeah. views on YouTube because oh, they, wow. yeah, I don't know why. I think just maybe the way we wrote it, but, um, uh, we ended up getting seven inquiries from that. Oh, so wow. seven wedding inquiries. Like I, I forget, I think they messaged me through Facebook. Yeah, it was all through Facebook and, yeah. and it was all just from that one wedding. Um, and it, it was crazy because like it all came kind of like all at once and we're like, wait, this is actually, this can be a thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's I, wild. It's wild when it does that. I remember at points in my career where you know, I did, I did your brother's like anniversary photos. I think it was, yeah. and then from that one thing, like I shot your other brother's wedding, then I shot your wedding, and I shot right. like seven weddings in your friends group. So it's wild how like that one thing can be the catalyst to just like unlocking all the other potentials that right. are, are down the road. I know exactly. It's yeah, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. It just keeps rolling. So it was. I didn't think I would go into the wedding industry at all. Like I had no intentions, but. When I saw that, you know, there was money to be made and that I had fun doing it, um, I just pursued it. So we did those weddings. Um, I was solo to start, uh, as you remember. Yeah. Uh, we did our first one six years ago. Haley yeah, and it was um, it was Haley and Ben's wedding. I was yeah. like thinking about that yesterday as we're like shooting this session in the middle of old San Juan. I'm like, how did we go from like this little like barn in nowhere Wareham, Massachusetts <laughs> yeah, to like yeah. old San Juan, Puerto yeah. Rico? Yeah. So, so crazy. It's, it's so cool. Yeah. So I, I shot solo for, I think, three or four years. And then Megan ended up uh, quitting her full time job to join me. And uh, we always wanted yeah, to work we always, together. We always kind of work together. And I would go to like, I would go to like the meetings that when he like meeting with couples and like talking, going over things like I would, I would be there for some of that. And like Ben was always trying to convince me to like join him and join forces. And I was just a little bit scared. And like, I don't know, I'm, I'm not as good at Ben as at, like going into new things. Yeah. So it kind of freaked me out a little bit. But we always knew that we wanted to work together and like that we wanted to be in whatever industry together we always just knew we wanted to be like on the same schedule and be able to work together no matter what so it just worked out and it it worked worked out out too because like at this point now you guys were already married yeah living together and it's like you see ben going off every weekend and you're at home and you're like i could be like going and having fun (laughs) with my husband um so it was cool that you guys like made this launch so last year you made the jump from it just being what was it ben eaton creative yeah Yeah, ben eaton creative to now we're sojourner media and we have now we have two full-time employees as well. One's one's almost full-time, but two full em- or full. Em- what am I saying? <laughs> two employees. One of them's full-time, and one of them is almost full-time. That's awesome, well. yeah. man. You, I, just to see your gut, like the growth that we've all kind yeah. of had on the, on this yeah. journey, um, it's it's amazing. Uh, so, you guys, you know, you start doing weddings. Um, COVID happens, and you guys kind of pivot into like adding real estate onto that. Yeah. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So I think we went from like 37 weddings to 11 yeah. on, during COVID, and the 11 were like backyard weddings, and um, some wanted like lower, you know, or discounts or whatever. 
not going to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Me and you dealt with that all together. But um, uh, it's actually, just to speak on that, it's nice to have someone in the industry that you're friends with because you're able to like talk things through like Definitely. that. That was a hard time, but uh, we made it work. We pivoted. Um, we went into the real estate round because I saw like agents posting these absolutely crappy videos and I'm like what the heck I could make such better videos so I uh, shot for a local agent who also attended my church um, and I did a couple of videos for him and I'm like they were decent they, and, but I knew I could do better so I like kind of like made it a point to reach out to several agents and yeah. really pursue this <clears throat> so um yeah we just we were doing good with it people noticed that like our stuff was different than you know what they were doing and uh um we got a call from a old friend and she worked for like a uh well-known real estate agency and uh that it kind of just took off from there and now it's about 50 percent of our income is real estate so i had no clue we were going to dive into that either but it just worked out i think that's the cool thing about the creative industry is like you can kind of pick and choose which way you want to go as yeah. you like figure out what you like to shoot. So wedding and real estate is a good mix for us because um, during the, you know, you don't shoot real estate on the weekends and you only shoot weddings on the weekends. So they don't interfere. Um, the one thing is that it is a lot going on if yeah. you're doing both. Which um, just makes sense why you guys have added on more employees and it's yeah, not just the exactly. two of you so that you're not like running around with chickens exactly. with your head cut off. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. obviously like, um, before you got into destination weddings, you guys were like big travel buffs. Like you would travel all over the place. And then in the last few years, as with myself, you guys have started to venture out into doing more uh, destination weddings. How has that transition been for you guys? Um, yeah, it's been really, really fun. We've we've always like, we, like I said, we've always wanted to work together. We always love to travel. Ever since I like can remember I've been traveling because I grew up in Sweden so I've been flying back and forth and like then Ben would come so it's always been like a natural thing for us to travel and to like explore and see the world and um, I think it's just in us so for us to like combine work and travel is like it just comes naturally and we really love it and um, like we, we just want to do more of it every time we travel we just want to like see more places and it's really cool to like capture couples love stories in these places and see the cultures and there's a, bird, there's a bird on the tripod like, right now and on the camera <laughs> oh my gosh hopefully he doesn't stop recording this but <laughs> he's is, just chilling I'm gonna, i'll get a picture so you can put it on oh here. my gosh sorry for those who that are listening in we're gonna get back to this in a second <laughs> um so so yeah you guys love capturing love stories all over the the world yeah um what would you say um is like the coolest thing about being able to just like travel to Puerto Rico and shoot a wedding in the middle of a rainforest, which we haven't done yet. We're going to do today, yeah, we're gonna do but today. like the prospect of like thinking about it and planning for it. Like, how is that different than, you know, say shooting a wedding a half hour from your house? Mm, yeah. You want to talk? Yeah. So I think like going off what Megan was saying, um, sorry, there's a lizard now. <laughs> All sorts uh, of wildlife yeah, out yeah, here. It's cool. Um, but yeah, going off of what Megan said, like we've always liked to travel when we got married, you know, that was like where we were just like, let's travel everywhere. Um, uh, so she's from Sweden. So we went there and a couple other places, but we quickly realized that that's, this was like our favorite thing to do together was travel. Um, so when, when we, you know, we were both full-time entrepreneurs um, we're like, why don't we incorporate travel into what we're doing? Like if we enjoy it, like might as well work 
you know, with what we like to do. So. Yeah, like you, she doesn't have her full-time job holding her back from growing right. with you. So yeah, now right. it's like that's the way that we look at it. My wife's home with the kids. We homeschool our kids. So for me to be able to get out in the middle of, you know, school season or whatever right. it may be to take the right. kids, like we just bring yeah. that with us and incorporate that in with our kids because that just it's like the whole ethos of our lives. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's so cool being able to do that, having the freedom to do that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so... Yeah, we, we were like, we saw these like travel videographers online and I'm like, how do we get to this point? And like, it seems so far away, but um, Megan's really good at like connecting with the right people and like finding ways to make things happen online. Um, because you, Megan's always had like well growing Instagram pages. What you had like an Instagram page with like 26,000 people when you're yeah, in high school. In high school, I deactivated it, but yeah. yeah. Well, if only you like, knew what you knew now. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I wish I kept it because like I could have used that. I wish I kept it, but I literally just like deactivated and then deleted it. I regret that, <laughs> but it was a good move for the time. So yeah. it's all good. So it seemed like pretty impossible to me, but Megan kind of just like hammered away at like writing to different people and slowly but surely we got one and then we got two and then like over the course of two or three years like you know now we've done like 10 to 15 and it's like just growing and growing we're getting more inquiries coming in and we're like this is what we want to pursue because it's just so fun um but the one thing about uh i know we're gonna get into this later but the one thing about uh travel destination weddings is it takes more time and it takes more energy takes more effort it, you have to love to travel, yeah. like, essentially, to do it. Yeah. Um, people call me a little crazy for doing it because I do it with two little toddlers. <laughs> right. And, uh, on, I don't know what's going on with airlines lately, but we had, a, like, a four-hour delay. So to have a travel day that was supposed to be, like, seven hours turn into, like, a 13-hour cool. day, uh, just it compounded. And yeah. it, it could be tough. So you got to be built for it a little bit, you know? Totally. Um, so um can you uh tell me what makes destination weddings so special for you outside of like your love for travel yeah you want to talk on that yeah you want to yeah i think it's just it's so special because one thing in the wedding industry is a lot of weddings become pretty similar in our market uh just because you're we've done like 130 to 150 weddings so it's like they start to feel very similar so it's nice to throw in like something different here and there like every couple of months throwing like a destination wedding or something like an elopement in the mountains just so that like you diversify what you're doing and like it kind of like recreates that love for creating again creates more inspiration and yep. you feel like you're able to be like creative in a different way and you're able to see things almost in a different way so you're like in this venue and you're like I never thought to do this but like I'm here, like, I'm only going to be here once. Let me just try taking my drone here and doing something. And now you're like, okay, that worked. Let me, like, bring that back with me and incorporate that into, like, what I do at the Villa. Exactly. When we shoot there for the f- yeah. fifth time this yeah. year. You yeah, know? yeah. So. No, exactly. I think I think um, you get a little comfortable when you shoot at the same venues over and over again. You're like, oh, I've already done this. I've already done this. Not that we don't love it because the couples make it special, but... Mm-hmm. It can be more creative, I feel like. Yeah, like you were saying, we can be a bit more creative. There's a different backdrop for each shot, and it's just, like, it makes you be a little bit more creative with, like, how you're posing the couple and, like, where we're taking them. Everything just looks different, and it's a bit more exciting, and I think that's, like, a really special part of it. And just, like, the, the di- yeah, the, it's, it's just different, and it's a little bit more exciting, I feel like. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Now, what are what would you say are some of your, like, most memorable experiences while 
on destination? Um, so I, one of our destination weddings, it was in Kauai and we had already been there. Like we've actually been here as well before for vacation, but we had already been in Kauai once for vacation. And then we got to go back for a wedding that, um, my friend reached out. We had met like through Instagram. Um, she also had a fitness page. And so she reached out, we connected and she was like, Hey, I want you to come out and film our wedding. Um, and it was like, I think a total of 18 people, including us. Um, and it was really memorable because like the day before the wedding, I think in the morning, we went on a big hike uh, to like a waterfall. We all jumped in, we filmed that, like did a bunch of stuff. And like, I think um, we got to like, it felt like we were kind of part of like the bridal party because the only other people there was like the best, or I think it was like two of their friends. Yeah, two or three of their friends and us. And it was super fun because we got to like be a part of their whole experience. Um, and then we like went to their rehearsal dinner, hanging out with their family, yeah. spent the day with them. It was just really special. And like, I feel like we got to be a part of something like it was almost felt like a part of something bigger just because we got to be there for like the whole experience and also being able to record it and like see their love through it was really cool. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Uh, I shot a wedding in Mexico last year and it's a similar type of thing. There was like 18 people for the entire wedding. Um, we got to the venue a few days before like the family flew mm -hmm. in and the bride and groom were there So I'd already like been building a relationship with a couple like via email and text message leading up to the wedding We get there It's like the the day after we arrive and she, the, the bride reaches out and she's like, hey, what are you guys doing? Like we want to go grab lunch with you and your family So like we went we grabbed yeah. lunch We found out that the, like we had like all these like weird similarities of like like both my wife and the bride had gotten sepsis at one point in life so like they connected on like a deep level because yeah. they almost died like it was just like one of those things where you're like I've never met somebody who went through this and like all these different things started to line up and like by the end of it we had like such a close relationship yeah. that they were like one of the first couples that I've ever done like a showing party with so like everybody who was at the wedding we once the gallery was delivered we went to the bride's house we you know I loaded the gallery up on on their TV and we just sat through and like looked at all the photos mm -hmm. together like they made pizzas with my girls because they like look at my girls as like an extension of their family yeah. so it's just like cool to like yeah. be like you're like kind of almost not like on a stranded island but like you're like in a brand new place where you know nobody and the only yeah. people you have like this anchor to reality yeah. back home with are these couples so it's like it puts you in a different intimate and you're yeah, able to definitely. like push the boundaries with like the the creative work that we yeah, do on the other end. Exactly. So, ben, what would you say one of your memorable moments are? Yeah, I think uh, it's really cool because we turn these trips into like mini vacations as you do too. Um, so it was just really cool because we had a friend in Florida reach out and he's like, hey, one of my best friends is getting married. Um, I want you to come and film it. So they, they ended up hiring us and we stayed at St. Pete's Beach and made like this whole like – we, it was our five-year anniversary yeah. that week. So we made it into like a trip. We went scuba diving. We did a bunch of cool stuff. And then we got to film this beautiful wedding. Uh, it was actually their first time kissing at the wedding. Oh, so wow. I've, that was the first one I've ever done. Have you done anything like that? I, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it was really unique and cool and beautiful venue. And it was just good, like, being able to hang out with my friend that I haven't seen in, like, three years. So, yeah, I just, I, I just love how these trips turn into, like, like vacations almost yeah. it's like it's like you're grinding but you're also like enjoying it and like just refreshing yourself and mm -hmm. yeah yeah especially with the way that the wedding season's been this year it's nice to like take the beginning of july which is our my month off pretty much from weddings i shoot a wedding when i get back and then i have like three weeks off of weddings oh, nice. so it's nice to take this time to like be in the sun lay back like 
all my emails are on pause. Like my focus is the couple here, and then once there's wedding, their wedding's done. Like this ocean behind me, I'm gonna be in that for like the next right. three days. So yep, exactly, um, it's just a really cool experience. And I mean, like, when else do you get to like go out and also film a podcast like on a beach at a beautiful resort? Yeah. Right. So um, and also, I would say like another memorable one. Obviously, like we're here right now, and the fact that we have been working together for oh, what five what five years for you guys? I six would say years. six years. Yeah. And like you shot our wedding, and now we're here shooting this wedding together. Yeah, that's really memorable. For yeah, that. <laughs> this one for sure. Yeah. It is because I feel like we've talked about it for so long, yeah. and there were all these opportunities where we like tried to like, hey, check out my friend yeah. who's a photographer. Hey, check out, and like it just didn't work out. And this one just kind of like the 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 stars aligned for yeah. us. And God made it happen. I know. So. Yesterday when we were in San Juan, I'm like, wait, this is crazy. We're pulling in. I'm like, Colton and Katrina are here too. Like. <laughs> We're not the only ones here and like meeting up with this couple, which yeah. that's exciting in, in and of itself. But I was like, wait, we're not the only ones here. Like yeah. we're, we're here together. Yeah, it, it's so cool. And being able to shoot alongside you like we do normally, like elsewhere is like very yeah. unique. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I love Exciting. it. Awesome. So what would you say are like the unique challenges of shooting a destination wedding? Because I know for me, it's like I look, I have this like absurd size pelican case at home that I could never carry on with me and I would never fly on a plane if I couldn't have my camera like within five feet of me or my cameras right, I should say so like for me I'm like all right how can I still produce a super high quality product without having all of my equipment so I like run down all my lenses and I'm like okay I'm not going to bring my 70 to 200 um, because I've shot weddings for years without 70 to 200. So like I can move my feet if I need to get like closer right. to shots and like all those things kind of run through my mind. And like for me, like, this time was more unique. So I'm like, I got to pack up all my mics. I got to pack up like my recorder, a tripod. Like what would you say are like unique challenges that you face? Like maybe equipment wise, logistic wise, um, when it comes to destination weddings. Yeah. I mean, to talk about the gear thing, I, uh, at our Texas wedding, um, you know, we're learning as we go, but, uh, I had a 70 to 200 in the bottom of my backpack. Bad. Yeah. And, and, uh, like, you know, I like to bring it all the stuff that I use as well. Obviously you got to go it lighter because you can't bring as much stuff or fit as much stuff. But anyways, I fit my uh, 70 to 200 nice and snug on the bottom. And when we got to the, um, hotel or the Airbnb, I pull it out. It's literally in half. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so the 70 to 200 was in half and, uh, it was sad. We actually, luckily there was a camera rental place down the street, yeah. but, um, um, but yeah, so <clears throat> you just live and learn. You, you, you got to pack smart. You got to yeah. pack safe, yeah. um, <laughs> because stuff like that can happen. But I think the biggest challenge is like just getting there. Like, uh, actually, do you yeah. want to speak about well, Yeah. Like this time, um, for example, huh? Oh, uh, for example, this time getting here, we had a 24-hour delay, so oh it was completely—it was a, a whole day delayed, um, and that's why we book a couple days in advance before the wedding because, like, we don't want to be missing anything um, or being stressed out. So we booked our flight for like a couple days before, but thankfully we still had buffer time to be able to be here and like be on—you know—not stressed out or anything. But like, yeah, getting here, we have to, you know, be away from our work at home. So we're missing, obviously, work at home. I thought I heard rain. Uh, <laughs> no rain. <laughs> I think it's just wind. Um, but, yeah, we're not obviously able to work at home. We can we can do stuff remotely, obviously, but it does take away from our 
ability to be working at home and shooting, you know, locally, but it's all worth it because yeah. we can be here, obviously. So um, that's the one thing. Obviously, we have to be away from work at home and and travel um, here. So right. yeah, definitely. And I think too, like the one thing for me is like having shot in Mexico and having you know now been out in Puerto Rico, like the different cultures. Like there's different ways of doing things like yeah. the the wedding planners like, hey, we, we need to make sure that the, you know, the hair and makeup people aren't running on island time because we got to yeah. make sure that we stay on a on a punctual yeah. timeline. Whereas like, you know, we're in the northeast. So we're like the highest like we're go, go, go. Like, yeah. And sometimes even then, like timelines fall I behind know. when yeah. things you know, go awry or whatever it may be. So understanding how different cultures do things mm -hmm. and just like learning laws in different countries. Yeah. Like right. I get to Mexico and I'm like trying to take my drone for photos and they're like, no, like you can't do that here. <laughs> like you, you have to be a Mexican national. Yeah. And, you know, we're learning as we go. I probably should have Googled Check that, but at least I got a couple shots for the, for the <laughs> couple before uh, yeah. before they d decided not to call the police yeah. on me. So, um, so yeah, it's, um, it's amazing to kind of just like, be put in a new situation with a new set of challenges like today before like you know we're going to be shooting a wedding in the next like three hours here but thinking about like okay like how are, how are we going to like adapt to challenges and like the changes that might happen uh throughout the day or like shooting at this venue where i don't know how the staff is gonna like handle dinner service yeah. where i'm used to all the venues that i shoot at back at home i usually shoot like once or twice uh, a year so i know how the staff's gonna go so uh, it's just a matter of like you know i always say like being prepared for anything giving yourself more than enough time yeah like those are the easiest ways to overcome mm -hmm. like the challenges that you might face being in a, a new place yeah exactly totally. yeah totally. i was gonna say too like you kind of like it goes along with all the stuff we said with like the gear and like planning ahead but you kind of have to like think oh like what kind of shots am i gonna get and like planning ahead for that type of thing because you know it kind of depends on like what kind of gear you're gonna be bringing and um, so yeah, you kind of have to plan ahead of like, oh, am I going to be needing this, this piece of equipment for this certain thing? Yeah. And, um, so yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a whole different environment. Like you said, like you, the roles literally may be different. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's like, you know, you gotta do your research, make sure you know what you're getting into. You gotta look into the venue that you've never been in, at before. Um, but I think that uncomfortableness almost brings like out more creativity yeah. for us. So um, I really enjoy that process just because like we used to make travel videos every time we'd travel. But I'd be like, it would be like random B-roll. <laughs> like, yeah. But now I have a story yeah. to put it to, which is the wedding. So it's really cool, um, you know, being uncomfortable and like be, being able to like just come up with solutions while you're there and like think of different ways of doing things like we already said. So, yeah. But um, is there any other things that I just think overall, like a travel wedding is more work. Um, it's a lot of back end work and while you're there and sometimes even post. But I, I just love editing yeah. travel weddings. So it's not not a problem. Um, so you got to make sure that you're really liking it and uh, enjoying it uh, and, and make sure it fuels you because mm -hmm. it's not easier yeah, for not sure. For Exactly. I know like tons of people who get into photography and they try to get into the wedding photography industry and they're like, I love photos, but like I will never be at a wedding because it just doesn't. <laughs> there's nothing in it that does it for people. And I feel like there's been different milestones in my life that has changed my passion and the reason why I do things like once I started having children 
and I see like the emotion that parents and children have on a wedding day, like being able to be a part of that for somebody else, knowing that someday down the road, like there's going to be somebody capturing those moments for my child. And I would want them to be like as passionate about it as I am fuels me to like, you know, it's more than just the bride and the groom. There's the bride and the parents. There's the groom and the parents. There's, you know, just so many different factors that go into it. Like everyone has different life stories. Maybe there's just like this role model that filled in the place of like a parent for that person. And on that wedding day, like it means so much because like that person saved them from like a really dark time in life and like took them under their wing and like took care of them in place of a parent. So there's just like so many different things that I think about and like the responsibility that's like on our shoulders essentially, because like, once the wedding's done, like, not saying that people forget about the DJ or they forget about the food, but, like, there's no reminder yeah. of that. Yeah. Like, we provide direct reminders of, like, what happened that day, how people reacted, the emotions right. and all that. Yeah. So the responsibility on, on our shoulders lasts for generations when, yeah. when, when you think about it. So what would you guys say is, like, the most, like, not, like, triumphant, but, like, what was, like, the, like, you guys did you shot a wedding that was a destination wedding and you got back home and you're like, this was the masterpiece. Like this was like the, just like the greatest moment, like in your career as a, as a videographer and filmmaker. Wow. That's a good question. Do, do you want to answer that? Or do you want me to let her think you answer? Yeah. Okay. So I, there's kind of like two parts to that. Um, obviously being here is like unreal with Colton and, and Megan and it's just like so, so surreal but um I think coming home from a wedding was definitely the Kauai one because that uh the fact that we got to Hawaii to do a wedding like me and Megan just got home or like we were paid to capture a beautiful wedding on a beautiful island for our job like what that's insane like it doesn't make any sense and all our friends are like dude how do you like how'd you go to Hawaii and get paid to do that? It, and it, it, it's mind blowing, but you know, because of the years of work that we put in, it paid off. Um, I think that was probably the biggest one was filming the Hawaii elopement, the Kauai elopement. Cause first off the footage was like so insane. Yeah. And we yeah. just had the video. best time. Um, so I would say probably that, but, um, like I think another milestone in our career was, um, not, it was a one that wasn't a travel one. We showed up to this, uh, venue and at this point, like, I, th- I think this is two years ago, but it was the the um, one in Cohasset. We show up and we're like, what's going on here? They, they, the couple literally built a full venue, like with a massive tent on the beach, that this that. private beach. And it was like, you know, we're going from this caliber, this level wedding like a filming how would you how would you say that like this caliber to this caliber and we're like oh my gosh this is insane so i think i think like you know the price bracket of that just like was so much different than anything we filmed before and we're like okay like people are starting to realize that our work is pretty good so i think that was like another milestone to uh the cohasset one what about you colton um i it's hard because for a long period of me running this business, I re- I worked a full-time job doing product photography for a company. And, um, you know, I'm going to be going on my 10th year next year of running wow. this business. 10 years. Um, and I was running a full-time wedding business doing like 30 weddings a year alongside um, working a full-time job for 
four years. So like in 2000 and 2019, no, 2018, I was doing enough weddings to quit my full-time job. But because of just like my wife and I's background, like we had some debt that we had to pay off from like going to school and not having any help. And just like all these things where I was like, I know it wouldn't be responsible for me to, um, for me to like quit my job and like do this business without the security in my mind at the time, I thought like without the security of like the full-time job to be able to pay this debt down and the business to kind of like be the vehicle for all that. So for a while we like paid off debt and then I had children. I just kept having all of these fears of like, maybe I'm never really going to be able to take this full time. So I think the first wedding season that I went full time without a full time job was like the biggest triumph moment just because of like my life history to know like, like I've built something that I can look back and show my children. Like, do you remember like all those years? Like I got to take us like to Puerto Rico, to Mexico, to Texas, to all these different locations because of the work that, you know, was put in by your parents to be able to get you to this point. So I would say like the biggest like moment for me was, um, last season was my first season full-time without a full-time job so i'm not working i wasn't working a hundred hours a week which like was not sustainable for anyone and um we were flown out to texas and we're just like driving through the hills of texas and there's just like cows everywhere and like it just was a different thing and i like looked at my wife and i was like this is the moment that we worked so hard for for all those years like this is that moment and right. like don't like let's not like lose the moment like right. kids in the backseat enjoying themselves like my daughter loves little house in the prairie and we like stayed at this like airbnb that was like a barn dominium so like every morning we woke up there's just like wild horses awesome. and like donkeys in the background and she literally thought i got it because she like we were telling her like we're gonna stay at the little house in the Aww. prairie that's so cool. it, it was just like that those that's like the 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 highlights yeah. for me there right. and like getting home and being like wow like I don't have to go back to work tomorrow. Right. Like, yeah. the, well, I do like running the business, <laughs> right. but I don't have to go yeah. build somebody else's dream. So yeah. that was, that was definitely it for me. So mm-hmm. to like tail, tail end out of that. Right. So what would you guys say is like, um, like logistically, like the most difficult thing, um, shooting at a destination because like we get so familiar with venues like we know how to like do things we know where the great spots are in the back of your hand like is there like research that you guys do prior to the wedding to like get yourself familiar with the location or whatever it may be yeah so um when we get an inquiry for a destination wedding what we'll do is okay there goes the gopro should i double check the the exposure on that real quick no it should be okay um so what we do is we will uh, go online. We'll we'll price out. You know what what are costs? Uh, what are costs for flights? What are costs for Airbnb and car rental? And uh, so we'll build out a custom quote for them, um, and then we'll give them a few options from that. And you know if they move forward, then we have to do um, you know prep work with looking into the venue um maybe there's thing if it's an elopement then you gotta really be cautious of like, like permits w- and stuff like permits and where you're allowed to go where you're allowed to what kind of if you're allowed to bring a drone all that stuff um if we're allowed in this area like yeah because there's a lot of things you see online and you're like oh yeah we'll, we'll just go shoot there and then it's like well actually you're not allowed there or, oh you need a permit or yeah yeah 
So and I think doing some research beforehand to figure out like where we can shoot. Yeah, and I think uh, just be like traveling in general like helped us realize like we we showed up to Kauai for the first time when we went uh, alone and uh, we were like so hyped to go to the Nepali coast and we get there and they're like yeah you need a you need a reservation we're like what we're like we'll do it right now send us the link they're like it takes like a couple months we're like what <laughs> <laughs> like no yeah, so like sure. just like you got to be on top of that stuff you got to yeah. make sure that your flight's a day or two early we do two days early because yeah, we want to be on site like two days early because like like we already talked about the delays like it's just it's risky so we just like to plan ahead and like be just have extra time for stuff because you never know what people are going to be like on the island or wherever you're going and how things run yeah. so definitely a lot of planning ahead for sure yeah and to go back on the pricing just for like people who may want to get into this uh i think it is smart to give the couple like a base price or like a like a price that covers everything so that they don't have to worry about like booking a hotel for you booking this and that because that's just adding more stress to them so if you just give them a flat rate price and, like like yeah, make yeah, sure that you're not screwing yourself over like don't get like a absolute disgusting like motel like get like but don't also go like the king resort suite like yeah get something like that's moderate and, and that's gonna make safe. sure you get your job done um and yeah safe, safe. and uh I think giving that that base price, saying like here's what it's gonna cost, makes it a lot easier for them. Yeah. Definitely and easier for you. Back to your point, like you don't want to get somewhere that's like, like in the middle of like some random city in Puerto Rico that's not safe that you haven't done research yeah. on, and you like we're just trying to get the couple the best price, and then you show up, you go out to get dinner, and you come back and your gear's stolen, <laughs> yeah. so you yeah. can't even shoot the wedding that you gave them a really great price on. So it's like yeah. finding that yeah. balance, exactly. you know? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll price it out. They'll accept, or hopefully they do, right? Yeah. And then um, we got to do the prep work on like where we're going, how we should shoot it. Um, it what else, what would be the next step there? I think just communication with the bride and groom. Um, it just takes a little bit more effort than your traditional wedding because, like I said, you're you're it's a new place. You're uncomfortable with it, and uh, but yeah, I think those are main. Just getting there is like the biggest challenge. Yeah. But I mean. Um, it all works out in the end. Yeah, <laughs> whenever fun. I land for a destination wedding, I feel like the the text that like the bride gets from me is like her, she's like okay, <laughs> like the hardest part is over yeah. is like my photographer's here. Yeah. I know that my wedding's at least gonna get shot like shot <laughs> yeah. as long as they don't get like detained or right, whatever right, craziness right. may happen. So, right. um, if you could like give somebody who's looking to get into destination destination videography some advice like what are like the three things that you would tell them to do in order to get to a place where they're like bringing in that clientele do you wanna how about you talk about like how to get the client yeah so um what we do is like we try to market ourselves online obviously like as destination wedding videographers and like um sharing like the importance of it of videography and like we have you know our wedding video to say like this we love our wedding video we're so glad we have it obviously alongside photos but it's different um so marketing ourselves online saying like you know where we can do this we offer this um we can travel like we'll be anywhere that you'll you want us to go we'll be there um so marketing for sure and then like stating the importance of it and um and then like maybe like coming with some like recommendations for them of like if they need you know, recommendations of like where to have their elopement or like venues or places to shoot, things like that. Um, but yeah, and then obviously once you've gotten a couple 
under your belt and like you've shot the weddings and you've shot those elopements like you can obviously keep marketing and saying like hey I've I've already done this I know how to do it um you can trust me and you know we got you so that's I think that's like getting the client and like securing them um and yeah just like marketing ourselves as wedding videographers for destinations is like obviously the first step yeah and then I'd, I'd go far enough to say that it's almost smart to do a few for like almost for like just travel. Like stuff. if they can cover your travel, you shoot it, you get the experience, you're building your portfolio, you're having fun um, and you get to see what it's like. I think that's the best way to get into it is do a couple just for travel costs. So not flight, do it for travel costs, do it for yeah. your hotel, your flight and a car rental. Yeah, and maybe so you don't want to be going into debt just yeah. to say, hey, I did this. Like yeah. maybe you do, but like we don't recommend you still need to be like, you know, paying your bills and stuff and not Definitely. not going into debt. So like at least covering travel costs and saying like, hey, we'll do this in exchange. Travel costs, meaning like Airbnb or hotel flight and then, you know, a car. Yeah. And always make sure it's for like three days, like yeah. the day yeah. before, the day of exactly. and the day after. That way you can you, you get you because you, you need that time yeah. to like maybe location scout. Like yesterday yeah. I went to the rehearsal because I wanted to make sure I could get an idea of like where I'm going to be doing things because I don't have a second shooter out here today. So it's all on my shoulders to to get everything done. So, yeah. you know. With that being said, um, I would also piggyback and say that it's also good uh, if you want to get into this industry to make sure that you're putting out high quality content yeah. because in a high quality product because couples like you can't just pick up a camera and be like, I'm a destination photographer or videographer. You've got to show them that not only do you do work, but you do exceptional work right. that you're worth flying halfway across yeah. the world to right. shoot their wedding. Yeah. So if you're at a place where you're still struggling to just get clients locally, like start doing killer jobs for your local clients and you're going to get that email that's like, hey, we want to shoot a wedding or, you know, somebody that's like, hey, I've got a friend that's getting married in Mexico. And then you just that's where you shoot your shot. Like right. like they say in basketball, you you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. So if you got a friend that's talking about a friend who's got a destination, be like, hey, go tell your friend I will shoot their wedding if they just pay to fly me out there. Yeah. yeah and right. I've seen it happen. And I've seen it work. So yeah. um, I have one more thing to that. Yeah. So I think the number one reason why people book a destination photographer videographer because a lot of my friends are like dude why would someone pay you to go to their area or where they're going when they could just get someone local and I'm like that's a good question but I think the reason is I know the reason is because they want to pay someone that they can trust to do the job that they know is gonna create a good product and that they know is gonna be on time that they know their uh, the group that they're with the uh, people that are attending are gonna enjoy being around, I think all that together, like being able to trust a photographer, a videographer, knowing that they're going to do a good job is like yeah. number one reason why someone would fly them out. Yeah, I think 90% so. of my destination inquiries come from me being at a wedding and like someone in the wedding party being like, dude, you've been killing it all day. Like, do you travel? And I'm like, of course I travel. And then I get an email from them or an inquiry from them in like three months because they're like, oh, I'm going to be asking her and like, like two months to marry me but I know that we we've always talked about a destination wedding and then it just kind of ends up that way yeah. so yeah. it's that's definitely huge 
Um, but I do think we're running low on recorder battery here. Um, so I don't want to lose the podcast in the middle of um, this great conversation. So uh, if guests are looking to find you or, you know, look into your work, where can they find you guys? You can find us at on Instagram at Sojourner Dash. Is it Dash? Right? Mm-hmm. Hyphen. Oh, Instagram Sojourner dot media. Oh, dot. Yeah, it was taken. Never mind. Sojourner dot media is our Instagram, and you can find us on there. Um, you can also look us up on Facebook, Sojourner yeah. Media. And your website is Sojourner Dash Media. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Colton knows. <laughs> I, I, I refer you guys so much. It's like ingrained yeah, in, my, yeah, in my brain. Yeah, I, I always just forget if the slash or the dash is what they're called. Yeah. I don't know why. It's a thing that I, I just can't get it through my head. Hey, but yeah. you're from Sweden. You, you, exactly. <laughs> I'm foreign. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a U.S. American. <laughs> Awesome. Well, this is so great. Um, I know we have a wedding to shoot in a few hours, so so we'll wrap this up here. Um, Like I do in every podcast, I'm going to do my shameless plug. If you are a wedding photographer or you know a wedding photographer that is looking to level up their business, uh, I do offer my Pathway to Full-Time Photography course. You can find all that information out on my website if you go to coltonsimmons.com slash not dot slash education um and you know i love uh i have a link in there you can book a call we can kind of see where you're at and kind of help you you know see if you're a good fit for the program and and bring your your business to the next level so guys this has been great um i know this is only the beginning for us here in in puerto rico we're probably gonna go grab some dinner tomorrow night too as well after the wedding so thank you guys so much for being here and having us yeah thank you so much you're welcome guys and for everyone else i look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode peace out all right cool